Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> This is Martell's Movie Madness. If you didn't know. I am your host, as always, Ryan Martell. If you didn't know. And he is... Cagney Larkin. The co-host, as always. If you didn't know. And we're going to talk about movies today. Are you sure? Maybe. Is that what's on the agenda? We're going to get to it eventually, I'm sure. Is that on the calendar? Uh, But first... But first, Mad Monster Expo just first, wrapped up. First ever Mad Monster Expo was this past weekend. Uh, Cagney was there all weekend. Uh huh. Me so, and Bobby there repping out for Mom and Pop, the indie video store boom of the '80s and '90s, which you can find more information about at www.momandpopdoc.com. You guys were there as the representatives of the press. The no. You were press past people. No, we were not. Oh, well, that's a lie that somebody told me then. That we were not press Because you told me you had press passes. We were guests of the convention oh, that okay. were allowed to film oh, attendees okay. in the hallway. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a big thing. We didn't talk about that. I yeah. didn't even bring it up, but yeah, that was the thing. Okay. <laughs> you you want to... I don't know. Can we talk about it more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this. Um, what exactly? The only press on? that's allowed is whatever media company that they have there on the floor. Yeah. So if anybody else is trying to be press, it's a fucking no go, you know. So no like, go. They're shutting down people with cameras on the floor and stuff like that. So we were lucky enough to be able to do what Seems we did. Seems counterintuitive, doesn't? Don't you think? Like, well, you think you'd right. want more more coverage of your. Yeah, thing, but right? it's, um, I don't know, when money gets into play, man, things I don't get know. crazy. I don't know. Well, you know, not worried about it, we went in there, yeah. got what we needed done, had a great time doing it, got, got some it done. good footage, good interviews. That's uh, all that matters. Had some fun at the expo as well, met some great people, and had a good time, you know. Got to uh, help out with James Balsamo filming his new movie. Yes. We, that was uh, exciting. Killed. We watched some people get killed. Yeah, well, Bobby stepped in the witch doctor mask. I got killed. Bobby was killed the witch you. doctor. Killed us. Uh, a few other randos. It was fun. A few other randos. <laughs> I filmed it. Shout out James Balsamo, friend of the show. Um, overall, it was a pretty good little con, I think. I only went for Sunday. You were having a lot of fun, it seemed like, via Snapchat and what you tell me from what you tell me. Uh, I had some good times, too, though. Sundays are like the slow day, though. Mm-hmm. Because it's the day it's, everybody's winding down. People have been going hard all weekend. Yeah, and, and it's the early day. So, you know, you mm-hmm. come and you, you get whatever last-minute things you get and you go most of the yeah, time. Yeah, four know? shuts early. Usually, because, yeah, because they, they open it at 11 and then they close it at 5. And then... Uh, it's time to get the fuck you out. You know, 
So there's no 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 real partying on the Sunday. But no, the, the and Friday and the Saturday nights are the party nights. Oh yeah, and everybody's kind of ready to get out That's at that everybody's point. Everybody's turned up. They're they're Sunday. They got the Sunday scaries because they got to go back to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. And they're hungover from partying all weekend. Uh, which you know, hey, more power to them, right? Yeah, people are enjoying themselves, having a good time. Want to have a few brews and sing Backstreet Boys at Scaryoke, then then go ahead and do it. That was done. I think some people did do that. I'm sure they did. I'm 100% sure they did. It happens all the time. I sang a little karaoke. Wherever there is karaoke, somebody's drunkenly singing Backstreet Boys. More than likely. Yeah, every time. Unless it's like a backwoods country bar. But then, then you're gonna you're get gonna Skinner'd. stand the fuck out if you sing. You're gonna get Skinnered all night, and Jolene is gonna be saying by at least three different women. Jolene, who do not understand the song, and uh, same thing with Fancy. You get a lot of women singing Fancy that do not understand what that song is really about, and they're like, uh, "Was well, the song that's in the fast lane from LA to Tokyo?" No, Fancy, the fucking Reba McIntyre song. Oh, I don't know that. You don't know that one? No. It's about a mama who uh, turns her daughter out and makes her start turning tricks to support the family. Yeah. Does the daughter get revenge at the end of the song? No, the daughter gets married and, and has a very nice life. Okay, she, well that's like she met a nice man. Okay, yeah. That's cool. But it's a dark song. Well, I want to go all very out. Let's go real dark. Third verse: Daughter kills the mom. No, the mom dies from whatever she's got. Some. It's a big. It's a long story. It's a good story. Like yeah. it tells a good story. But it's just darker than people think. And she sings like, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Because it's an upbeat song, you know. So yeah. people ought to, it's fancy, you know. Uh, fucking, there's the, here's your one chance fancy, don't let me down. That's the hook, you know. And it just Oh, sounds, I know yeah, what song yeah. that is. Yeah. It sounds so upbeat and positive, but it's really a dark, dark song. Yeah. Uh, Orville Peck does, does a version of it. I don't know if you're familiar with him or them. Nope. I should say. Maybe. I don't know. Uh... I think he's like an alternative country artist. Uh, I don't really know because that's literally the only song I've ever listened to by mm-hmm. him. Is his cover of that song, but it's like it's it matches the tone of the song because it's an actual dark sounding song. Yeah, but um, that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in a movie though. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um. Whoa, 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 um. Whoa, 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 whoa. I guess I should ask, what you been watching? Well, we were at the con all weekend. Didn't watch much of anything out there. You know, busy. Uh, I think I really only watched one film this week before I came back. Or before I left. Uh, that was Miss March. Yeah. So in the, uh, the loss of old Trevor Moore. Comedic genius. Taken from the earth way too soon. Uh, fun fact about that movie, man, it's the first rated R movie I ever saw in theaters. Wow. Yep. I was 17 years old. Well, let me, okay, I said that wrong. The first rated R movie I ever saw in theaters. Legally. At a legal age yeah, to okay. buy my own ticket. Because <laughs> I bought your own ticket. I, I of course, you. been seeing tons of rated R movies in theaters. I think mine was Matrix Reloaded was the first one I saw, generally speaking. Yeah. I might have seen one before that, but... But my first one that I bought a ticket to, I couldn't even tell you. I don't even know. I saw Saw 2 when I, I was like 14 in theaters. So. I had a little history with the rated R movie, but uh, Miss March came out the week I turned 17. So nice. I was able to go buy my ticket and 
go see it all on my own, and what a good time. But a hilarious movie still stands up to this day. One of the funnier sex comedies that are out there, if it not being for just Trevor Moore and Zach Kreger, I think is his last name, being the creative geniuses behind the film and acting and starring in it as well. Uh, super funny movie about a guy that is about to lose his virginity on his prom night and falls, bumps his head, and goes to a coma for four years, wakes up, and his girlfriend is Miss March in the newest issue of Playboy. Yes. So they travel cross, cross country. Like and, you do. And uh, try to find her so he can lose his virginity. <laughs> uh, Craig Robinson stars as a rapper named Horsedick.mpeg. Yes. His main si- single. Suck is, my dick while I fuck that ass. No. It's a, I'm a fuck a white bitch. <laughs> oh, no, no. Suck my dick while I fuck that ass is another one that he's this guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fuck a white bitch is the one that he's known for. It's a big one, yeah, because yeah, it gets censored and on the radio. It's I'm a love a white bitch. <laughs> That's funny. The whole movie is. is I haven't seen that movie in forever. Pretty though. funny. They're supposed to be from South Carolina in it, so that's kind of cool. But then, you know, when you have people from South Carolina in the movie, you never know if they're like trying to make fun of them yeah, as characters. Yeah, they definitely are, or not, for you know. sure. Well, which, why? I mean, Alabama is such an easier target. Right. The <laughs> the funniest use of South Carolina people in a film ever, though, would definitely be Borat. Because it's fucking real. Yeah. <laughs> and those kids got kicked out of USC for being in that. I uh, love it. Um, so that's the only movie I watched. I rewatched like basically the whole first season of Baskets. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched it since it was coming on television. Louis Anderson. Yes, dude, Louis Anderson makes that show. Rest in peace. What? I don't think he's dead. I just no. I just I just said that. Why would you do that? I don't know to get you get, get that you all juju. Uh, get you all wild. <laughs> up, I guess no, not a good thing. So Just trying got, to get everybody yeah. all, uh, all antsy. Antsy. Baskets is amazing. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is a fucking... Rest in peace. <laughs> starving artist radio clown, basically. Uh, give it a watch. It's amazing. Um, season finale, Rick and Morty just came on. That was dope. Uh, new Evil of Episode... Or... <laughs> I fucked that all up, didn't I? A new the evil n- of episodes. New evil of episode. The new episode of evil last week was a completely silent episode, which was really dope. The uh, reason being was that they were at a Buddhist monastery, and there was a demon trapped in the box, and the monks believed that if you spoke, then the demon would be released. Mm-hmm. So it was a completely silent 45-minute episode, which was really neat to see that be pulled off. I bet people hated it. Nah, I don't know. Nah, I think the general public was probably pissed about it. You're not ready for that, but your kid's going to love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's about all the content I really consumed this week, man. Uh, what about you, Ryan? What you watching? Well, I did watch a lot of Star Trek because they're about to take the original series off of Netflix and put it on Paramount+. Plus. So I watched a lot of that. watched a little bit of Netflix's love because I've been rewatching it. Uh, when I don't feel like watching Star Trek. And I didn't really watch any other movies. I do have a pick of the week. I rewatched something. I watched The Warriors. Warriors and come out and play. That movie is fucking sick. Like, it's a B movie by every standard, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell the budget's kind of low. 
Um, the actors are very inexperienced. Um, and even some of the writing, the dialogue is a little bit um, unnatural. But I feel like in those days, in the 70s and 60s, and even into the 80s, some, like that's just the way people talked in movies. Right. Um, so, you know, just the whole the whole thing of it is it's just a, such a cult classic at this point. Uh, I watched the director's cut, of course, because it's pretty much the only way you can get it without spending an exorbitant amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't know. I don't think I've ever watched the original cut. Now that I'm now that I'm thinking about is it, is it available? Uh, I'm sure it is somehow, but uh, I'm pretty sure most of it's the director's cut with the comic book panels and the little introduction and shit in it. That's which probably the it cut you want to watch, you know. I've heard, I've heard that it they, that I've heard a lot of people don't like the director's cut. They think the original cut was better because yeah. better without for the flow mm-hmm. of the movie. So I don't know because I've, I've like I said I don't think I've ever watched the original cut. So I couldn't tell you, but I do love the Warriors, and uh, I'm giving it a five out of five because I think it's a perfect uh, exploitation movie for that time period. Even though I think it was like a, a studio movie, it was still low budget. It's a pretty big so, piece, yeah. Um, but you don't know who yeah. put that out, produced it. Uh, not off the top of my head, I don't. But let's get a little info here. I do know that James Remar, the guy who plays, um, what is this? What Ajax in the movie? Did you watch it on HBO Max? No, I watched it on DVD. It is available on HBO Max. Um, the, the regular cut is. Uh, I'm not sure. Just the film. Yeah. Uh, it was distributed by Paramount. It's Paramount. Okay, version. yeah. So, well, Paramount. Paramount did a lot of low budget movies back then because they were doing. They did like the Friday the Thirteenth when it came out. Was a Paramount movie. Like they were doing a lot of lower budget mm. stuff for Paramount. Um, Paramount was because they were kind of for the for a while there. They were kind of like the runt of the studios. You right. know, they were like the smaller one. Um. But yeah. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to get to go to that. The con. smaller one was the right term, but they would out of usually like, dip their toes well, in more lucrative things. Out of the, I'm thinking, I'm saying though, out of like Universal and MGM, you know, Fox and shit, like they were the the runt of the litter, you know, Paramount. At least I think so. I don't. Uh, you know. It's the runt of the litter was like R something. What was their name? Whatever this in uh, film class of the first few studios, mm. Paramount's in there. Um, you think about RKO? RKO. Yeah. yeah well, they yeah, were. RKO, I don't. Were they a it. thing in the seventies? I think they were gone by the seventies, right? Yeah, they became the run and then phase yeah. out real quick. Yeah, they were known for doing a lot of science fiction and stuff too, mm-hmm. like a very uh, RKO Radio Pictures. Yeah, they phased yeah. out in nineteen sixty. Yeah, sold their studio a lot. So I mean, Paramount was probably the the right. smallest studio at the M- time. MGM as well, you know, because they they phased yeah. out right in the mid '80s. Yeah. Well, I don't know the the studio shit, so I'm just gonna the studio stuff's fun, you know. Yeah. It's cool stuff to look. Into. It is cool. I, I don't know the history though. I should I should do more research into it. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, there's gonna be like all the like almost all the warriors are gonna be at that. Uh, Queen City Con mm-hmm. that I was telling you about in October. I, I might go. It's, it says it's only thirty bucks for a ticket for Saturday. That's not bad. So 
Uh, I was almost I almost bought a ticket today, honestly, because they have a sale for Labor Day. It's like twenty five percent off or mm-hmm. something. So I was like, God, should I get it now? But I don't. I've never heard of this con before. Where's it at, Charlotte? Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's got it's a lot of likes it, on a. Yeah, but what if I buy a ticket and it's a fucking? What if it's a scam? <laughs> sure, it won't. Be They've a scam, had shit bro. like that happen though. There was a guy who was advertising a. Uh, wrestling event like that with a bunch of celebrity meet and greets like yeah. with a bunch of big time wrestlers and it was a complete and total scam there was a guy we know that pushed a fucking Limp Biscuit that's playing at the Roses in Gaston, North Carolina <laughs> event on Facebook and had people show up that's hilarious that is you know hilarious. who did that right no who did that is it Bobby yeah wow <laughs> that doesn't surprise me but uh yeah that was Bobby bro. I mean I figured it, it had to be either him I don't or know if he wanted that being Known to the public. Well, it's so known Bobby, now. It's Bobby, out there I know now. you listen, so uh, if you did not want that out there, I'm so the, sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm, hey, so I, sorry. I'm not editing it out. I'm not taking it out. <laughs> um, I figured it had to be him or Philip Shive, because that's something that Philip Shive would do for sure. Um, if if it, it I knew if and I knew if it wasn't him, he was a supporter of it. So <laughs> I mean, great job too, you know. Whatever. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was a great thing that happened. But like, who? Like, why? Who's stupid enough to believe that shit? People, general public, man. This is not funny at all. How dumb people are sometimes. Um, I didn't say that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much all I watched as far as movies go. Is just the Warriors. Um, I'm gonna start picking. I'm gonna pick up back on some some movies soon. Uh, I'm trying to blaze through the rest of Star Trek before they take it off of uh, Netflix at the end of the month. Um, but I'm gonna try to squeeze some movies in this week. So y'all pray for me. <clears throat> uh, next week we're gonna be doing. Uh, hopefully, oh, I, I haven't gotten in touch with Bobby yet about it, but we're gonna try to do some horror trivia soon. If not next week, sometime within the month before uh, people start getting busy again. Uh, in October. October. Busy so, time. yeah, we're going to do horror trivia soon for the for the public. We're going to do it for the public. Mm-hmm. You know, we've never done a horror trivia episode straight up for the public. It's always been Patreon. And it's a fun time. We always have a lot of fun doing the horror trivia. But this week, we're not talking about horror movies. Well... I mean, <laughs> kind of. Um, if you use the word can be kind of used. If you use the word horror in a loose sense, maybe horrific for the character, horrific for the viewer, also both horrific. For Sometimes, the viewer, yeah. so- somewhat. No, I won't go that far. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. These movies were not that bad. They both had a little bit of um, eye vomit moments in it. This we, we, this episode, I'm going to call it the Divine Comedies. Because we're talking about two movies, and we're going to talk about his... Uh, it's a Roku original now, but it was a Quibi when it first came out. So we're talking about Adam Devine of Middle Order Comedy fame with the Workaholics, Game Over Man, This Is Important Podcast, The Son of Dennis and Penny. He's definitely best known as uh, Adam Devine from Workaholics. Man. Yeah. It's got to be his well, biggest known role. For a whole nother genre of people, I think it would be our pitch fans, perfect. <laughs> yeah, to our, yeah. our demographic, it's the workaholics. But to the rest of the world, the, 
the uh he's the bad guy in that movie right he's a pitch perfect yeah. i don't know if he's a bad guy i just think well, he's apparently the guy. i'm reading here he won a teen choice award for the choice movie villain at the teen choice awards for pitch perfect okay so maybe he is the villain yeah, he's the bad guy he's a bad he's guy bad, and that shit's important duh um <laughs> But yeah, we watched was when we when we first met. That's the name of that first yeah. one, right? When we first we when we first met. met on Netflix. It was a Netflix movie, correct? Yes, Netflix original. <clears throat> and this one's got a star-studded cast, man. A little bit. Got it's got a bunch of people from the Netflix baby uh, babysitters movies, the babysitter movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Four people, or no? Yeah, three people on, on the cast I recognized from that movie. From the Babysitter movies, um, I've, what's the one guy, the shirtless guy, Ethan, sexy dude? Yeah, Ethan, Robbie Amell. He's in uh, the Flash and a bunch of other he, shit. Is he? In the, yeah, he is on, the Flash, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he plays Firestorm. Oh, okay, okay. And then um, he's on Tomorrow People on CW. Yeah, and then the one dude is like, uh, he's got a stage name, King Back, right? King Bach. No, it's, yeah. it's pronounced King, Back. Back. Yeah, yeah it's spelled like Bach. Yeah. 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 Because I think his full name is like Back Back a Man or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Uh, don't fucking at me because I don't care. It's a Bachelor. Yeah, Bachelor. Yeah. Bacular. Spelled like Bachelor. Yeah, spelled like Bachelor, but it's, yep. it's pronounced Back because that's you know King Back. Yeah. You know. I don't know. It's got uh, what's her name? Dario. He was a Vine guy. He was a Vine guy. That's where he got big. Wow, that's Vine. crazy. Yeah. He's so he seems so cool. Like and when he's when he's acting, like his act his characters are always like those Yeah, he's cool in like the silly kind of yeah. uh funny dudes. Uh what's their name from uh Texas Chainsaw? Daddario. Oh, Alexandra Daddario. Alexandra Daddario. My baby. Sweet, sweet baby. Uh does the best one liner in Texas Chainsaw Massacre history. Not really, because that would probably be... Uh, yeah, I think that's fighting words for a lot of people. <laughs> that would probably be anything Chop Top said in part two. Yeah. Or, uh, look what your brother did to the door! My, one of my personal favorites. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off topic again. <laughs> uh, of course, Adam Devine is in this, which is fucking the reason we watched it. Uh, that's pretty much the known members of the cast, right? Mm-hmm. The one, who's the guy who was the dad from The Babysitter? Uh, the 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 girl's dad, not not the main character's dad. He played the boss in the office. Oh, that's a different movie. No, it's not. Boss in the office of when we first met. Yeah. He was oh, the boss his boss. Were, oh, yeah. yeah, I can't. Even before tell you they, that. before the future, yeah. the, the the three years yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, He's Chris, in that too. Chris Wild. Is that his name? Who. I guess you would recognize from the babysitter, babysitter killer queen, <laughs> and the first one too, and, and the first one, Fred the movie, and Fred too. Yeah, and also, he's in a bunch of other stuff. He's like he has a lot of smaller parts. He's in, in Joe Dirt. Yeah, and he's in Evolution. He's usually just a guy you see pop up, and he might have right. a line or two, but he's not really huge in anything. So, uh, but this movie starts out pretty fucking like lame. Like, I was really not feeling this movie for the first, like, <laughs> five minutes. I was like, oh, five this, minutes, is, yeah. this is going to be fucking not good. I was like, this is going to be fucking terrible. And then it happened. 
the hook happened. Let's let's lay that hook out there for you. Know, so well, basically, people. this movie is like Groundhog Day, or any other time loop movie in the world, except he's kind of more of a time traveler. He can control. He has a little bit of control over his mm. uh, his traveling. So he's like. Which is cool because we don't have to spend half the movie of him trying to figure out why it's happening yeah. and shit. Because that's what a lot of those movies do. You mm-hmm. know, they take a good bit of they got to figure out what's going out. on, where they're at, why they got to like why happy they're death in day. this. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you don't have that here at all because he just figures it out right off the gate that the photo booth that he met the girl that he that we, he we haven't the, really laid the plot out yet. Let's, let's nah, we don't need up. to do all that. We just we'll just kind of talk about the movie. We're not. <laughs> It's not important. Uh, so yeah, he he meets this girl at a party. They hit it off. They're they're flirting a little bit, having a little good time. Uh, they take a picture at a photo booth. They go back to her house, and he leans in for the kiss. He gets the hug. You know the classic. Yeah, fucking this is their first time meeting each other. Flash forward three years later, he's standing at their at an engagement uh, Asian party. party, and the movie plays it to where. You're seeing, she says, oh, the night when we first met, yeah, does that motherfucking talk, name drop? This is going to have some multiple, this is going to have some spoilers in it. Yeah, for sure. You cannot. So if you haven't seen this movie. And pause, you're worried about spoilers. Pause this right now. Go watch it on Netflix. It's like an hour and 16 minutes. It's not long. Um, and watch it and come back. Because we are going to definitely spoil this movie. It's, because there's pretty much no way to talk about it. With 97 minutes if you got it to spare. Okay, so it's an hour and thirty. <laughs> yeah, ninety-seven minutes if so, you got the sphere. Yeah, but um, plays it out where we see the night that Ryan just went through for you guys, yes. and then it pans out and nope, it's not their engagement; it's no. somebody else's because it's Ethan and Avery, a guy named Ethan, because we did not see that yet of him getting denied for the kiss. We just saw that good night stuff going on, so uh, we go back to this photo booth. This is our our titular. Well, Time travel. So Adam Devine's character, um, what's his name in this one? Noah. Noah gets a little tore up at the bat at the uh, engagement party. Mm-hmm. Has to be has to be drawn drove home by the photographer friend Carrie. Her best friend. It's her uh, best friend. Yes. The girl he's fallen for. BFF. And he takes her to the, he gets her to take him to this piano bar where they went the night of the night he met. Uh, um, Avery, and he ends up back in that photo booth, that that magical, mystical mm-hmm. photo booth. And he wakes up, and it is three years before. It well, was in there wishing he could yeah. go back to the night they met yeah. and do it all over again. And guess what? Movie magic happens, and bada bing, bada boom, you got your wish. Three You're years earlier, up the morning the, of he's got the do over. He knows what he's going in. He he goes into it, knowing what happened, fucks it up royally. I'm not gonna tell you how because that's half of the humor. You don't want to. Well, that's yeah, one thing we the don't cool thing really want to spoil. He, we won't tell you how, but he f- keeps fucking it up multiple yes. times over and gets into several different scenarios yes. that are pretty fucking funny. You yes, know, I didn't expect funny. it to be as good as it was. Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed this one a lot more than I really ever imagined I would. Um, because it's a romantic comedy, but it's not one of the cheesy ones to where you feel like, okay, I 
wasted my time with this at the yeah. end of it. It's, it one, stays lighthearted. It stays this is fun. one that you could tell whoever wrote it actually put some time into it, some effort. And they're also um, a very big fan of Days of Thunder. <laughs> no, 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 that's Jexy. Oh, Jexy. shit. Well, yeah. I keep, okay, so we'll it's hard there. back we'll to back. Back to back Adam Divine leading role romantic comedies. <laughs> Get a little interplay here. So, yeah, I mean it's a it's a romantic comedy, a little sci-fi twist, you know, just well, a little, just a little bit, a little, little like a. But I think we as an audience are so used to this plot device and twist yeah. by now that it doesn't even take away or make the movie it's feel like different. A, uh, it's like you take your lemon lemon wedge when you get sweet tea and you put the little squirt, yeah, squirt yeah. a little lemon in there. <laughs> kind of zest it up a little bit, but not too much. Um, overall, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. If it's out on Blu-ray or whatever, I might not buy it. I would rewatch cheap. this. I would rewatch this. It might make a good uh, a good date movie if a girl wanted to watch a romantic Yeah, not comedy. something I think I'm going to throw in by myself anytime yeah. soon, but a few years down the road, if maybe. If I was hanging out yeah. with somebody that wanted to watch it, maybe, yeah. You know. Okay, we can watch it. That's fine. Right. I remember right. it being enjoyable. Uh, some of the joke's pretty funny, man. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting to give both of these movies... Like ones, but uh, Adam Devine's funny as shit, and uh, the rest of the cast. Well, Adam is full on, I would say, demamp mode in this movie. This I is, like, I feel like this is the closest to Adam from Workaholics that you've seen. I feel like watching him in these movies, he displayed a more Jim Carrey esque uh, element to his acting. Yeah, with this than he did with Workaholics. A lot more expression and like body humor in these, and even though like he was a very physical presence on Workaholics, like he was the guy that did all the physical stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I feel like he's definitely got a more like liar liar. Um, what was the other Jim Carrey movie that came out around the same time as Liar Liar? That was kind of like that. Uh, the Mask. Oh, few you know, years. it's got that whole. Yeah. I think there's only a year between them. I think hey, Liar Liar is '96 like, and uh, Mask is '97, right? Or is it '98? I thought Mask was like '94. Like Maybe. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, you know, these are all movies I watched when I was a kid. So. Yeah, they're all the it's classic. Jim Carrey, you know, Ace Ventura, The Liar Liar. And era, I feel Jim like, uh, I feel like Adam Demamp, he could be, he could go down in history as one of our better. Demamp's the character name. Oh, from Adam Devine. Sorry. Could go down as uh, one of our better comedian actors from this generation, you know. So, big well, ups yeah, to Adam Devine. He's a very uh, expressionistic <clears throat> reactor, you know. Given, uh, I'm given, uh, when we first met, a 2.75 out of 5. I really, I had a 3 at first, but I, I took into account the fact that I'm probably not going to rewatch this anytime soon. Uh, or ever, maybe, willingly. Uh... And that kind of knocked it down just a little bit. I couldn't, in good conscience, give it a whole three. So, a yeah. whole three. What were you saying? I'm sorry, I kind of okay. cut you off. Well, I was saying uh, Adam's very gets very great expressions, you know, and uses that physical body humor and language without it being like trying to overexert yeah. himself, mm-hmm. you know. So he's got great expressions, great reactions. You know, I think that's why he's gotten as far as he has. You know, I'd I'd say he's definitely. 
when it comes to the core three workaholics guys, I think he's been worked the most out of all of them. Yeah, for sure, definitely, for sure, for sure. Which um, leads us into an another star another, another in a romantic comedy for Mr. Abdevon. Uh, this one has a sci-fi element to it too. Uh huh. Fucking scary, almost really. I mean, like. So saying this one's kind yeah. of horrific. A little bit of a little bit of Skynet in there. I mean, yeah. he gets put into a very horrific situation for sure. Plenty of times, no from, doubt. From the titular character of the film, Jexy. Jexy. Jexy is like a version of Siri yes. or Alexa. It's like an AI on a phone, a non-discreet, a voice non, by non-descript uh, phone. Voiced by Rose Byrne, by the way. Uh, Rose Byrne. I don't mm-hmm. know who the hell that is. You know Rose Byrne. What's she in? Let me see. Hunt it in one thing, dude. Freaking Insidious 2 is the mom. Oh, she's the mom from Insidious. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I don't know why I said 2 first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's cute, cute lady. Oh, yeah. Beautiful lady. Get him to the Greek. How did I not know it was her voice? Yeah, it's I, Rose Byrne, man. I usually can pick up on voices pretty well, but it, mm-hmm. it, she was kind of trying to sound like a... Well, I mean, I guess they had an effect on her to make her sound like a robot, too, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was her. Um, this movie was not as good as no, when we first met. Not at all. Uh, still pretty decent. Had its moments. Uh, I mean, they're there, I guess. There's some funny stuff with... Uh, there's funny moments. The, so what, the, what happens in this movie is that this AI basically ruins... Uh, well, I, I don't let's know. Let's tell the whole story. Phil. Let's tell the whole story, because it makes his life better first. It tries to. Trying to make his life you better. Know, it, it helps him have the confidence to make his own life better. Well, it's it's a haywire AI. It's yeah. defunct. Yes. It's like the Defective. Chucky... It's like the Chucky doll in the new Child's Play movie. Yes. Yes. There's definitely a glitch in the Matrix here. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, she's doing some controlling stuff. She's doing some weird, wicked, crazy stuff. <coughs> Excuse you, sir. Um, you know, I think the only thing stopping this from being a horror movie is she didn't actually murder anybody. Well, it's it's heavily implied. Well, she did some physical harm, but yeah. she didn't murder the guy. She made somebody up. wreck. But uh, we got Michael Pena in this. Playing He's the, always a great time. Playing the just fucking deranged weirdo Douchebag boss. boss, yeah. And he's fucking hilarious in this. Like, that's one of the saving graces of this movie is his performance. It's Michael Pena, yeah. Because yeah. even Adam Devine in this film doesn't really feel full-on Adam Devine, you know, compared to when we first met. Yeah, yeah. Well, All when the... we first met was definitely more of a Adam Devine. Yeah, this feels more of he, his performance was just kind of... a little toned uh, down. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. made him hold back? Was that like a production thing? I think he's or... supposed to be... See, was it just not in the script? Well, see, I think that uh, Noah is a little more confident than uh, Phil. Phil and Phil is a little more socially awkward. He doesn't really have like Which, any friends or human true. connection. Yeah, you know? it's some of the most awkward conversations. Very awkward in this film. Um, what's the girl? What's the lady uh, that's in this movie who is also in Knocked Up? That was in the. Wasn't she in that that uh, Paper Hearts with Michael Sarah also? You know what I'm talking What's about? What's the character? The Asian lady. Oh, Charlene Yee? Yes. She is so funny. I don't know. She's not in a lot of stuff. Well, at least not a lot well, of stuff that I've seen. Knocked Up's her first movie. Yeah. 
but she's, she's in semi-pro. Yeah, yeah she's Paper super art. funny when she pops up into things, and like, uh, I feel like she needs a leading role, a big like a big leading role. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure she has some. That yeah, are, like, her character in this is funny. But yeah, she's a funny, funny fucking. She's doing. Person. She does a lot of voice acting. Uh, Lego well, Ninjago, Steven Universe, yeah. uh, Trolls World Tour, We Bear Bears, The Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, uh, We Bear Bears is actually a pretty good show. Like, yeah, she's in the movie. I guess the show as well. Uh, uh, excuse uh, me. <laughs> wow, right into the mic. Uh, we got Ron Funches in this also. Mm-hmm. Who was the love interest? What was her name? Like the the actress's name? Alexandra Ship. She's in some other things I've seen before, too. Uh, I can't really recall right off the top of my dome right now. She uh, was in X-Men Apocalypse. She played Storm. Okay, I did see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played Aaliyah in the Lifetime movie. I have Aaliyah, not seen that. The Princess of R&B. Yeah. And she played Kimberly Woodruff in Straight Outta Compton. Was she in The Sitter with Jonah Hill? No. Okay, I'm thinking She's of another in, uh, actor then. First film role, Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeakle. Nice. Then Straight Out Compton, Shout like out six Jason years Lee. later. Then she's in X Men Apocalypse, The Storm. Okay, she's so in Tragedy Girls. I think there's an. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's what I remember yeah. her from. That's it. Fucking Tragedy Girls. I knew I knew her from something that she's I enjoyed in, a lot. She's in Deadpool 2. Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. in Dark Phoenix, The Storm. Uh. Yeah, she's in Deadpool 2 Storm. Um, Shaft, the the new one. I haven't seen the new one. And uh, I've only seen... She's going to be in Kung Fury 2, bro. Nice. Yeah. Nice. She's That's awesome. Cool. She's good. I like her. Um, she's not bad. Uh, this movie is... It's The performances are fine. Uh, it has its audience, obviously. Or maybe not. I don't know. Um, I, don't, I could see why people would enjoy this movie... I could even see this being someone's favorite movie. Nah, um, not particularly mine, but you know, I could I could definitely see this being someone's favorite movie, especially like a younger person, yeah. maybe. But um, well, <clears throat> I don't understand the tone of this film either because it felt very PG thirteen, but there's some stuff in it that made it want to be very inappropriate. Humor, well, there's a R-rated. penis in this movie, exactly. But they it, ne- it doesn't feel like an R-rated film. But it doesn't go. But I think that's all. purposeful. I think it's because they knew they were going to show the dick, so they had to keep everything else super fucking low key. Uh, yeah, because the dick, the dick just is a photograph. Yeah, but a dick is going to get you an NC-17 if your whole movie's fucking raunchy. You know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. So you know they had to do what they had to do for the R rating. I think on this one, dicks are like crazy moderated in films. You can show titties and get an R rating, you know, as long as they're not too fucking, the scenes aren't too long, or there are not too many of them in there. You know, you can get away with a titty or a couple of titties, but uh, dicks are like persona non grata, you know. It's persona okay, non grata. It's okay to exploit women's bodies all day, but you, you want to show a man's body, it's like you get an ass cheek and that's it. You know, <laughs> well, let's change the standard, man. We need more penises in my in mainstream movies right now. Flip it up, and not just soft ones either. We need to see hard fucking cocks, hard cocks. We see hard Big nipples. Hard we need hard cocks. No merkins. Take off the merkin. Get fucking naked. Don't be fucking scared. It's 2021. Let's be real. 
Uh, Jexy's a 1.75 out of 5. I couldn't... A lot of, lot of extra numbers well, there, buddy. Well, I, I, I liked it enough to give it a 1 for sure. And then the .75 comes from the fact that... Honestly... Um, it had heart, I felt like. Okay, so let's talk about... What these movies were trying to say. I almost gave it a two. The, I was like, I can't. The first movie was trying to say things about not interfering with what I'd like to just refer to as, you know, maybe the grand scheme of things. Well, no, I don't think that. I think it's Well, more, that's in there. There's a lot of points to take well, away from it. Well, because the not interfering thing it only applies with the time traveling, though. No, it wasn't that. Because you, know, you can't go back and interfere in real well, life. No, exactly, but the thing was he learned whenever every time he interfered yeah. and went against the plan, yeah. everything went wrong, went to a different direction. But okay. when he didn't interfere and realized what was supposed to happen... I thought it was. I thought the, the whole point of it was just to be aware of yeah. There's a few of there's what's a, in your quite life, a few what, points, yeah. of, of what comes to you instead mm-hmm. of being fixated on one thing. Kind of be free and flowing and be more open to different things because you know the right thing could come yeah. at you and you're if you're closed off, you're gonna miss out on that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And also another thing is uh, don't. Uh, waste your time thinking about what could have been yeah, and, and stressing your day. Gonna be. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of lessons to take from that one. And I think uh, they they do a good job presenting them. Uh, some of them stick the landing. Some of them they don't really commit to. Uh, this movie, Jexy. Jexy is just straight up. Well, it wanted to tell you a story about how people are so reliant on their phones. Yeah. And that how we spend all of our days with our noses down and should come up once in a bit and live life. But it lost the fucking plot on that. It does not tell a good story. I don't think it, I don't think it lost it completely. Cause I think that message is still very apparent. It's, it's there, but it there. doesn't, uh, it kind of falls, falters away from it with his other plot lines. Maybe that it, that it throws at you. Maybe I think I, I, well, obviously I enjoyed when we first met more, but you know, I think I enjoyed Jexy more than you did, for sure. Um, but I think we both were about the same on uh, when we first met. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Jexy yeah. at all. It feels. Yeah, I definitely will not. Out of, out I don't of think I ever need to watch Jexy again. Yeah. Even if somebody that I'm with wants to watch it, I can be like, you know, this movie is not that great. Like, if you want to watch it and you insist, like, you know, fine, but I'm going to play on my phone and I'm going to do other shit while I'm watching yeah, it. This is the movie where everybody's obsessed with Days of Thunder. It's like a running yeah. joke in the movie. Yeah, there's a lot of Days of Thunder references. Everybody's Kid, Kid Cudi pops yeah, up. Kid, and he references Days of Thunder. Yeah, like. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking silly and random. I think I think that might be why I gave it a 1.75 instead of just a straight up 1. It's all the Days of Thunder references. Um, well, this AI rom-com is sorely in need of an OS update is a, uh, is a review from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, fuck Rotten Tomatoes, but, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, seven, and 17% approval. We, did, we do need to talk about bad ideas with Adam Devine real quick. It's just fun. Because we just a, marathon the entire, little, sweet little, uh, the entire series. Uh, I guess 
Reality series is the term here. Yeah. Started out as a Quibi. Now it's a Roku original because Roku absorbed Quibi. And uh, fun little little stuff going on there. We got some cameos, appearances from uh, uh, Blake and Anders from mm-hmm. uh, Workaholics, of course. We have CJ Perry, uh, a.k.a. Lana from WWE fame. Um, and Rebel Wilson. And then... Some other guy I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, some other dude we didn't even know, and then a guy we don't really want to talk about on here because he's been outed as a creep, so. Who was that? Uh, fucking Middle Ditch. What? Did he grope some money, right? Yeah, what something like that. that. I don't yeah. remember exactly what it was, but he was. it was real weird. It was creepy shit, so. Still of Silicon Valley, though. That show is pretty funny. It's Still not going to lie. Always will. But, uh. Yes, this is a pretty fun little show. He just does little random dangerous shit. Bad ideas. He eats peppers on the first episode, like hot, extremely hot peppers. And then he fucking chunks them, throws up in the ocean. They do some uh, some movie stunts with him and Rebel Wilson, and uh, they do a demolition derby on one episode. They drive on this dangerous ass road in an episode, and then they clean snakes out of a plane on an mm. episode. So, if uh. Somewhat scripted reality TV is your thing, then definitely check it out. And it's super short format, seven minute episodes. Yeah, it's just cool to see some extra Adam, you know. Like we said, it was a Quibi thing. Which, if you don't remember, the whole month that Quibi was a thing, that was their whole uh, their whole gimmick was it was short form media. Everything was like under mm-hmm. under ten minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so all cell phone media supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, basically. So short yeah. form. So yeah, go check that one out. It's on the Roku channel now, so you can go watch it with ads and everything. And yeah, that's what we got this week for you guys. Adam Divine, the Divine Comedies. Uh, the Divine Comedy. I, I look forward to whatever they're going to do with Paramount Plus, because I know they had the movie announced, but they don't have like any details about it yet. Just that it's been, it's a thing that's going to happen with all of them. It'll be and, sometime next year for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So, uh, go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Martell's Internet. Movie Madness, uh, at Movie Madness sixty nine on Twitter. Sixty nine dudes. Cagney, let them know where they can find you and tell them all about Mom and Pop and all that shit. Find me on the internet, Cagney Larkin on Facebook. Uh, Cagney likes this on Instagram. Um www.momandpopdoc.com that's the letter N uh, check it out for all of our social media links to keep up with it we are rounding out on the interviews almost finished we only got a few more to grab uh, a few more I mean like 15 which is uh, you know a lesser number than like the 50 something we were looking at when we started so uh, that's two and a half handfuls yeah, two and a half handfuls, and that number's maybe a slight exaggeration, but not very far off. Uh, should be re- finishing that up soon, man. Super excited. Stay up to date with us. Come uh, watch the movie Magic Happy on social media. Yes. Go follow them on all the socials and stuff. And, of course, check out my personal social medias, Trailer Trash God on Instagram. And Martell the God on Twitter. Um, join us on Patreon. 
It's only a dollar a month. Join us. You can join. I guess you can join for as little as a dollar a month. You can Aww. also give more if you would like. It is a great way to support the podcast. We'll take some donates. You get early access to all these episodes, ad-free, of course. Um, and you get early episode, early access to YouTube videos. Any other kind of bonus content I make is going to be on there. So go on over there. There's like at least 50 bonus episodes on there right now that you've never heard if you're what? if you're not a patreon uh, member so 50 more it's patreon.com slash martell's movie madness it'll pop right up you just gotta make sure you capitalize that first m and uh that's all we got thank you guys for listening again um we got a cool little month coming up for you in october be on the lookout i'm gonna do another uh, 31 day photo challenge for Halloween. Uh, the 31 days of Halloween, of course, different watching a first time watch every day of October, posting a little video review of it. Uh, that's it, you know. Thank you guys again, again, and again, and again. Y'all the best. All 10 of you. Let's All watch 10 some, of you. Let's watch some fucking movies. Nice. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.